At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Uh. Check it out now. Uh. No doubt now. Uh. Thursday morning, September 23rd, 2021. The Beating the Book Podcast Megapod live from the D. Our home for the Megapod. Not Circa. Not that place. The D. We like the space. We go old school here. We are old school. I like the D. Uh, That is the voice, by the way, of our guest this week, Wes Reynolds. For those uh, on the Megapod uh, feed who listen to this show for years and years, Wes has never been on here before, which is clearly an oversight on my part. Wes is the co-host of Long Shots, the greatest golf betting show there ever was with Brady Cannon and Matt Humans at VEASAN. But Wes is far more than just the co-host of Long Shots. Wes Reynolds can co-host any show about any subject. We're just talking about F1 off, off air. Wes is like, yeah, I know about that, too. Knows about everything. Knows about everything. Pop culture? Everything. Pop culture, wrestling, yes. UFC, boxing, everything. Wes Reynolds. Quick, you think we're going to have a big crowd here for this UFC this weekend? Wes, you think the... I think so. I, I Look, I watched the uh, fights. The I think it was McGregor and Poirier mm-hmm. in the warehouse up at Circa on the third floor. By the way, great place to go watch the fights if, you do, if you're not in the arena at T-Mobile. Arguably one of the best places in town. Had a great time up there. Wes, thank you for doing this for the first time. It's an honor that you're here. And uh, what's your favorite air supply song, just to prove a point? Okay, the one that you love. <laughs> Wes, what do you, how do you feel about Go ahead, Todd. I'm sorry. How do you feel about Repenzia Timisora scoring in the second half at home against Dinamo Bucharest in the Romanian Cup? <laughs> of course, he asked the question yes. that would trip me up there because I go. am not following that. Let's go back to air supply. Yeah. It's a dead heat between even the nights are better. Oh, and, even you know, the I got to include that one. Did you sure. hear Paul Howard's take this morning that Green Day is the second most overrated band of all time? Who's the first most? You two. Oh, interesting. There's a lot of people that have that take. I don't. On I, I don't know that I disagree. Mm. Yeah. yeah, 
By the way, the other voice is, of course, Todd Wishdev from his mom's cork attic in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, <clears throat> on the big screen. And Mike Palm, ladies and gentlemen, the vice president of operations. <laughs> Can at you Circus guys see? Sports. I've got Repenzia against Dinamo in my Fanduel uh, uh, little uh, tablet here. You, <laughs> you betting team totals? Yes, I've got Repenzia under a half, <laughs> and I'm pre-rolling now because I, I'm, I'm, I'm on both sides. Todd's betting soccer. I'm betting tennis currently. And we're going to do the Megapod. And as always, uh, we start, Mike, with the Circa Millions and Circa Survivor update. What do you Yeah, have? the Millions, we have 12 people, 10 and 0 after two weeks, one wow. person, 0 and 10. So, if it's, it's, you know, out of 4,000, 4,100 yeah. entries, only 12 are 10 and 0. That's not a lot. And only one is 0 and 10. So that's... that's and, and Millions, more people didn't put in their... Well, in both... 30, 31. 31 didn't put their entry in, in the millions which disqualifies them from the quarterly and overall booby prize they and, could still win other quarters and circa circa survivor uh, circa survivor rather yeah 15 the the non-entry was knocked out the third most people this week first was the steelers <laughs> then was seattle the third most came from the non-entry that's awesome how does it go up from week one week one should be the most that didn't get in because people die people are in jail people you know there's die. a four-month sign up well people do die people do go to jail they people are passed out on fremont street on saturday <laughs> night and they anything can happen yes anything can happen um, okay. Well, so by the way, I'm struggling with Survivor this week because I don't know whether to go with Carolina tonight or Denver on Sunday. We'll get to Survivor here. Todd, did you advance last week? Yes, I advanced with the Denver Broncos over the Jacksonville Jaguars. You still have both entries left. You I have two? No, I only have one. I only went into one Survivor oh, okay. and one million. Oh, okay. I am currently six and four in millions after I had a smooth four and one. Who did you use week one in Survivor? I used the uh, L.A. Rams. All right, so Rams and Broncos off of Todd's list. Bucks yeah. and Packers for me. Bucks and Packers off. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Todd, I hate to ask this question because I got whitewashed last week. But what are the, as the pod stenographer, mm. what were our records last week on this show? Yes, as the pod stenographer, last week was a rough week for young Gilly Ice going 0-3. <laughs> Gilly Ice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he he moves himself to one and five, although he did get very lucky with his teaser. Oh, stop. Going it. to two and oh in teasers. He had New England and the Bengals, and the Bengals got a Justin Fields gift. Thank you, Justin. For the Fields. long saving. Yeah. And so he goes to two and oh in teasers. Mikey was one and two. There you go. To move to three and three. Oh. And he lost his teaser oh. by going with the Pittsburgh Stellars, who cannot block anyone. And therefore. The Raiders knocked out his teaser. He's now one and one in teasers. And I had a stellar two and one to go to four and two. Also winning my teaser easily. Broncos and Pats with my teaser to go to two and oh on teaser. I could tell you were super excited to go through this. How did uh, how did our week two guest uh, Drew Dinsick do? Our week two do? guest Drew Dinsick had the Steelers minus six losing. The Colts plus three and a half somehow covering. And the Vikings plus three and a half also covering. He also got very lucky with the Bengals-Packers uh, teaser. I love how you, when, when other people are involved, you're like somehow and got lucky. But with you, it's just easy peasy, right? Todd, you're four well, and two. You're four and two now. Four and two. I'm Frank, three and sometimes. I'm three, three and, three. three and three. And Gil is and Gil's one and five. Is that good? 
Well, my and question is, is, is this the latest into the year you've had to lead in the contest, Todd? <laughs> oh, very funny, Mike. I crushed you in teasers both years. I'm not so worried about you. teasers. I'm yeah. talking about the best bets. <laughs> it's the latest. It's like the uh, it's like the Detroit Tigers' the latest they've been in the first place <laughs> since 84. Okay, keep going, Mike. We'll see what happens. Uh, and also, uh, our, we have an additional member of the show, if you're watching on video here, uh, a Mike Palm cutout, which, which the real – Awesome thing, Mike. I, you know you're going to hate me for doing this. The back. But how is it? How is it that they gave you the back of this too? With the uh, yeah, you didn't you really like what was going on up there? <laughs> no, they could have painted yeah. that. I mean, it doesn't have to be that lifelike. Could have. Well, none of us are getting younger. I know what you mean. You look great here, Mikey. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Wes, is, Wes and I are going to be on both sides of you here. <laughs> All right. Um, so what do we do first? Thursday night football. We don't have to have a pick here. I'm just curious if there are any thoughts about this. I have Carolina in multiple teasers with Arizona, with Cleveland. I even have one wacky one where I have them with like four other teams for plus 350. But yet I'm I'm terrified about taking them in Survivor, even though I have them in teaser legs, which makes no sense. But Survivor tends to do weird things to your brain. Wes, I'm curious if you have any takes. I know I talked to you about this morning on a numbers game. What is your take on Thursday? Yeah, this would be a teaser-only game for me on Carolina because, look, you can get it through the three and the seven, so Carolina down to two, or if it's seven and a half, you can get it down to one and a half, and that'd be the only way I would go here. I would be careful laying the points in this spot, and I agree with your caution on the survivor because, look, you have a Carolina team, and we're near a young team like them, and I took them overseas and wins. I do like this team. I like Matt Rule. I like Joe Brady. I like this defense. They've been drafting guys in the first round pretty much each of the last four years, and those guys are finally starting to play and produce and come together. This defense is absolutely for real. But what worries me on Carolina is you have a team that's not used to this spot. Yeah. You have a team that's not used to winning, and they're not used to success, and you're asking them to lay over a touchdown on the road. I know it's Davis Mills. I know he was 8 of 18 last week with a touchdown and an interception in the second half against Cleveland. But you do at least give him a couple days of practice with the number ones, which he essentially did not have for the Cleveland game last week after Taylor, when Taylor got knocked out. But... I'd be a little careful laying this spot with Carolina. I think just on the math, you probably have to use them in a teaser, but this isn't something I'm willing to like go balls to the wall with, so to speak. Does anybody differ with that? I think that I feel exactly like that about I, this game. Uh, I, last week I said you should use the football team and Survivor. No, never in doubt. I, clear winner, <laughs> wire to wire. <laughs> and I think yeah. You must consider using the Panthers tonight as I think, well. I think you have to consider Be Because it. you cannot use Carol, uh, uh, Cardinals. You cannot use Arizona. No. You must save them for Christmas, I think, right. against the Colts. I can't use the Ravens. Well, see, you I know, don't – I. Detroit scares me. You know, Detroit has an offensive line. They can yeah. block you. For me, for me, it's Carol – we'll get to Survivor. But yeah, for uh, me, it's Carolina versus Denver. Yeah. That's, that's my I don't choice. know. Where else would you use Denver? Denver would get my vote now yeah. because they're in a very if tough division. To. If you, Wes, let's just say you had four entries left. Mm -hmm. Would you split them between Carolina and Denver this week? I would maybe lean a little bit more toward the Denver so side. So maybe three and, might, and one? Yeah, that's yeah. what I might do because I think with Denver, you got to understand, they're going to have a tougher schedule. Yeah. And they're going to have two games at Kansas City. They're going to have two games at the Chargers. They're going to have two games with the Raiders. And the non-conference, it gets a little tougher. And even though I kind of like the Jets and the points, I would still probably use the Broncos. Well, here, I think. Yeah, we might as well flesh out the survivor talk. about As I look at the schedule, Carolina and Denver – the only other time you can justify using either happens to be the same week also. So it's kind of like, and it, by the way, it's really late in the season also. And I'm not, 
I'm not, I'm trying to expunge last year from my brain. Where like normal survivors usually only get to like week 10, 11, 12. So who knows if that'll even come into play. And Todd, I think you can uh, holler if you hear me on this, but uh, Zhang Sai Sai has just broken Glatch. So that's a big thing for me that just happened in tennis. You know your girl, Sai Sai. Sai Sai, that's, that's, that's your the, girl. the girl who plays like me. Yeah, yes. <laughs> she plays just like you, Todd. Got those drop well, I shots. I taught her to do trick slices and angles and everything. Yeah. And she can't handle the moon ball either? Oh, trust me, I can ball. handle the moon ball. The moon ball is tough strategy. Anytime you want to come out, Mikey. Mikey, I don't even know if you can get three points on me in a, game, in a set oh, of six. Okay, here we go. Here we go. They're brutal. <laughs> All right, let's do best. No, no, yeah, we did Thursday Night Thoughts. Any other Thursday Night Thoughts, Todd? Do you have any? I just wanted to Thursday Night Thought a little bit on the under, maybe, because I think the Carolina Panthers, uh, under Matt Rule or Roulet or whatever he likes his name to be pronounced, uh, I, I like what they're doing defensively. They were pretty good the first week against the Jets. They were outstanding against the Saints. I mean, if you look at the drive charts for the Saints, uh, the Saints' only touchdown came on a gift interception, a 20-yard drive. Other than that, it was three and out, three and out, five and out, three and out, four and out, three and out. It was nonstop, just totally domination of, of Jameis Winston on the defensive end of the ball. So if they can do the same thing against uh, uh, Mills, uh, you know, Stanford guy, why not? And then, uh, you know, I don't see I don't see the other, you know, I don't see their offense under Darnold being a, you know, high-flying offense. So, you know, you could get there 24-10, 27-10, you know, something like that. What do you think, Wes, is the effect of the, of the uh, Texans not having um, the safety read mm -hmm. is out? And then also the linebacker, um, I never say this name right, with the... Grugier Hill. Yeah, I think they're both out tonight. Yeah, so that's why I would I would lean to to use Carolina. You would. I would well, in the survivor and, or, and or in teaser and, and tease and them down. When you about, talk about these go ahead, Todd. obscure guys, do you know their backups? You don't know whether their backups are that much worse than they are. Now, granted, at the quarterback position you do, but in the linebacker position, that's what I can't stand when talking heads like people who run the nuts show or something get on there and start talking. <laughs> <laughs> start talking about, you know, oh, the backup linebacker, you know, the linebacker's out and the safety's out. Well, how do you know the backup? If you actually do know that the backup linebacker is terrible and the backup safety is terrible, then by all means. But do you actually know that, Mr. Nuts? I don't know it. I don't know it, Todd. Todd, another question here. Is Matt Rule your leader in the clubhouse for Coach of the Year after two weeks? Hmm, that's a good one. It's not Sean Payton anymore. Nope. No, not at all. It's not him. All right, let's do some best bets. Wes, as the guest, your honor with your first one, sir. Okay, uh, first best bet. We're going to go with the team that scored no points last week oh. to make that a best bet. Let's just let's just put it out there right now. I am going to go, and it's four basically mainly in the market. There's some four and a halves out there, too, because Derek Carr got ruled probable. I'm going to go with the Miami Dolphins against the Las Vegas Raiders. They did beat them late in the year last year, so I know a payback spot for the Raiders because that's what eliminated them from the playoffs. Remember, they got that personal foul that continued that Miami drive, just like as the Raiders are wont to do get a personal oh, foul yeah. in a key situation but that was the Fitzmagic game yes right? yeah yes. where uh, Brian Flores basically subbed him in and out but it is going to be Jacoby Brissett here but 
I think the market's kind of telling you they don't think that there's much of a drop-off, really, between Tua and Jacoby Brissett. But if you look at the look-ahead line on this game, I think it was mainly not with the Miami adjustment. I think it was the Raiders adjustment because they went in and beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in a total dead spot off a short week, expending all that energy into your home opener, your first game in, in a new town with fans in the stands. And I think the look ahead was like a pick em, And now it's adjusted up to four. I think that that's a big move. I think the Raiders maybe now kind of feeling themselves a little bit. I think defensively, they've still got some issues, especially in the secondary. I think that front four has done a very good job getting pressure on Lamar Jackson in the opener and then Big Ben in the last game. But I like the Dolphins here getting four. There are some four and a halves out there as well. I like it. What do you got? By the way, teams that have lost by more than 30 in the NFL are like over 60% right. against the spread the following week, which that, is a nice little. And that makes sense, right? Because it's a recency bias. The market overreacts. And by the way, if you watch that game, it, you know, I'm not saying Miami would have won, but 35 to nothing was about one of the more misleading scores of that week. Yes. And for those of us who the only thing is, aren't you guys, aren't you guys a little concerned with the fact that Miami doesn't look like they can block no matter who's playing quarterback? Like the first half of that game, every play was like they're getting sacked. It was ridiculous, regardless of who was the quarterback. So I love the pick too, but I'm so scared of how badly they blocked. Yeah, well, half the offensive lines in the league can't block. I mean, I go back to what I think it was Bill Polian a few years ago said about the offensive line play. It's an epidemic, and I think yeah. he's absolutely right. Now, he was kind of speaking in the tone of, oh, this damn collective bargaining agreement because he's always management, so, of course, he's going to take the stand against labor. It's like they don't hit in pads enough, and, and I think he's right, but I also think you got to look at the college offenses. That's a different skill set than what they do in the NFL. It's, you know, college, the name of the game is run as many plays as you can as fast as you can. Yeah. Get a guy open in space and that's it. And just go tempo, tempo, tempo. In the NFL, the reads are totally different. The protections are totally different. So I think you have a lot of – we were talking about so many teams in the summer like that they have bad offensive lines. The Bears got a bad offensive line. All these teams, et cetera, et cetera, Steelers. et cetera. Steelers, bad offensive line. Even teams that you thought would have had good offensive lines like the Indianapolis Colts have been absolutely terrible. Carson Wentz has been sacked six times in two weeks. So – the offensive line, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you know about half to maybe two-thirds of the team in the league aren't set on that O-line. There's, there's aren't a, aren't great you point. concerned about the performance of Brissett last week, though? He looked so... See, I think he's good. Yeah, but he yeah. looked, he looked he like he no couldn't time. even move. He couldn't even move around. It was like a five-step drop and just try to spray the ball eight yards here. I mean, that was their whole offense yeah, once again. Yeah, he hadn't practiced. I mean, you yeah. have to give him that sort of And sensation. you go game plan specific, too, because yeah. it's going to be probably different how they attack the Raiders than they're going to attack the Bills. But you're right. He did not look great. But they are getting Will Fuller back, it looks like. So he's getting at least some help on that side. I, I think the two— the Raiders' defense stinks, too. The two biggest points from last year—well, not, not last week. Not the two biggest points. One of them was, you know— uh, again, with the NFL, more than any other sport, we tend to always be results-based, and we're like, oh, look, yeah, the Dolphins got smoked. Right. Yeah, well, their starting quarterback got knocked out four minutes into the game. Can I prove to you that it would have gone otherwise? I can't, but, you know, that's a thing. T.J. Watt got knocked out after the first quarter in the Steelers game. Would that game have been different? I will sit here and tell you it would have been. Mm -hmm. I can't prove it to you, but I, I, but I think it would have been. The, the other biggest thing is the last injury reports from last week so on primetime action, which I do with uh, Matt Brown and, and Kelly Billen on MSG Plus at Beeson, we do we take such pride in like, okay, these are the final injury reports. This team is decimated. This team is decimated. This team. 
every one of those teams that got the worst of the injury report last week mm -hmm. in the final one. Mm -hmm. So I'm talking about the Ravens and the Vikings and the Niners. I'm forgetting some, right? That just got destroyed. All of those teams ended up covering. So I feel like last week was this weird aberration where if you waited, if you did the prudent thing and waited for the final injury report, it almost screwed you. Whereas if you made your picks earlier, you were better off. And I don't think that's a normal thing. I think that's just an aberrational thing. But that to me was the biggest betting point of last week, that if you played against teams that were decimated, and maybe this plays into your point to some degree, Todd, where it's like, we just assume that if certain players are knocked out, it doesn't necessarily mean it's the drop-off that we think it is. Maybe. Well, that's the thing. If if you have, like, cluster injuries on the offensive line, that's then, big. yeah, that can be a thing. Yeah. But if you've got, oh, my safety's out and my this guy's out and da-da-da, but we don't know who's the – is the second team guy good? Is he not good? I think sometimes it's it's overblown, and I was just taking a shot at Mikey because I like to take shots at Mikey because <laughs> he takes shots at me. But the, but the point is I think people sometimes get a little too – overblown with that now the quarterback position is an entirely different thing yeah because your quarterback is a giant thing but the 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 these injury things i think you have to take them with a grain of salt you really have to be careful with first them. of all todd i asked wes his opinion about the injuries affecting them i didn't purport to know anything about it i asked the guy that has a deeper knowledge of this than i do mikey mikey i wasn't really attacking you i was pe attacking people like you you know, people who have shows like called people that have mediocre shows. <laughs> What's the new name of the show? It's not the nuts uh, anymore. Odds on. Odds on, everybody. Odds on. Yeah, I'm not going to get used to that. We have two guests today in an hour show. Do you? Yes. Oh. Kadri Ismail. Oh. The missile. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Professor John Clayton also. Professor John. Clayton. Professor John. Clayton. Okay. Uh, all right, we got we got to we got to move. All right, Mikey, uh, your first best bet. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote my first best bet is the 49ers minus three on Sunday night. Wait a second. Uh -oh. Wait no, no, a no, 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 no. I'm not laying three and a half, Todd. Don't start that bullshit. They actually, they are, no, no. Let me check it. They are three. They are three. Okay. I'm laying three points. Okay. Listen, you just cannot 
underestimate how bad Matt Rule is in Sunshine States. I mean, this guy is an absolute disaster. The average scores of the five games he's played in Florida and in, and in California is 21 to three at halftime. He's been blanked in four of the five games. Whatever it is, they are never ready to go to California. Remember, they went and got, just got Matt absolute. Rule. Matt Rule. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about Lafleur. Lafleur. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, we were, we were all thrown off. Lafleur. I mean, that game against the Chargers, where the Chargers like outgained them five to one, and then they. And then and then they got beat in the NFC Championship so game. You, you think the sun does? I don't know what so, it is, but yeah. this buffoon is just terrible when he goes to the side. I mean, why did he call the timeout and let him have a practice kick at Lambeau? This guy, <laughs> I don't understand it. I mean, his record is unbelievable, but in every big spot, he doesn't perform. I mean, and they'll beat up on the teams in the Central this year, but I don't think they're going to beat up on the good teams. I am thrilled to have them in my rear view in Survivor, having yeah. used them already. Yeah. Let's put it that way. All right, I laid the three. Let's move All on. All right, Green Bay minus three. Toddy, what do you got first? <laughs> My first pick is going to be your Cleveland Brownies. The Cleveland Browns minus seven against your Bears. Now, I don't care who's playing quarterback for the Bears because the Bears stink. And, you know, don't let your, 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 don't get confused by the fact that the Bears won a game finally. They won the game because Cincinnati threw 14 interceptions inside their 20 yard line to give them all the points. The Bears were not marching the ball up and down the field against the Cincinnati defense that. I don't know. Are they average? Are they above average? Are they below average? They're definitely in the middle somewhere, right? Or somewhere maybe even below average. I didn't see anything. I went back and watched the shortcuts on DirecTV. You know, we get to watch the whole game in 30 minutes. And the Bears didn't do anything offensively. It's basically Burrow threw them a couple interceptions and they had short fields and got touchdowns. So I didn't see anything there from the Bears offensively that makes me think that they can handle the high-powered offense of the Browns. I don't like laying seven points in the NFL, but the Browns are a team that can score. They've proven they can score the ball. First of all, does anybody run the football like the Browns in the NFL? No. I mean, these guys are running through massive Massive. I think I could run for 150 yards behind the Browns line. Yeah, I know not. most of these lines. Are, okay, maybe 125. But the point is, these guys, they have massive holes to run through. Chubb and the other guy, Hunt and everybody. They just run. And, and Baker's not bad offensively. I just think the Browns can blow the Bears out. I, I, just, I, I don't believe in this Bears offense at all. Give me the Browns minus seven. You got them. You got them. Um, yeah. By the way, have you guys seen... The Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, ESPN yes. two Monday night. Yeah, you have to you have to have two TVs though because their feed is so far behind. And if you're betting oh, live, you can't wait that right? for that feed. Oh, it's like 15 seconds behind the the regular feed. So, so I'm I'm on air when it's on. Yeah. So I don't I don't on air. I say, hey, you got to watch this Peyton Eli thing because obviously I don't want people going elsewhere. But <laughs> I recorded it and watched the first quarter of it just yesterday. That's good the, without guests. It's the greatest TV show I've ever seen yes. in my life. They need to cut out the guests. They don't need a guest. Yeah, Just I, let well, the two of them well, talk. Well, they can have – they need to get the right guest, yeah, though, right. because I thought yeah. McAfee in the He was quarter, good on the end. He yeah. saved the day because, yeah. look, Patrick Willis, great player for the 49ers. Yeah. He was not very good. Gronk had the one good line. Oh, I don't watch film. I just run by dudes. But Gronk, <laughs> Gronk is an amiable dunce, okay? He's not going to give you any insight. So you got to get the right guest. Like, Barkley on the Raiders broadcast, it was Raiders Ravens week one was very entertaining but people obviously want to hear Peyton and Eli I mean Peyton has 
just such a great mind, especially Peyton, for the game. And he can break down. He's like, okay, when they're running these, when they run these two underneath safeties, run the ball, yes. run the ball. And that's what we always did. And I remember back as a Colts fan, I'm like, he would always audible to that whenever he mm -hmm. would run, whenever they would show that look. So he gives you such interesting things. He gives you anecdotes. He gives you good stories. And it's, you learn more about football watching those two yes. guys than you could ever learn anywhere yes. else. Peyton Manning is the greatest public speaker we have alive today. That was his major at the wow. University of Tennessee. That, that Hall of Fame speech? Yeah. Yes. I mean, it hit every note. I mean, it was and they, and they gave one of the greatest of all time nine minutes, by yeah. the way, to do a Hall of Fame speech. I'm like, yeah. he can get the hour treatment. He's Peyton freaking Manning, you know, but they had two classes that weekend. And I kind of, it's like, how do you encapsulate that career in nine minutes? Oh, you can't. But can I just give Eli a shout out and we'll move on Absolutely. here? Absolutely. Because Mikey's got a timeline. But Eli had a really great sense also of television and of the people watching and listening because Peyton would sometimes drift and Eli would be like, well, for the fans, let, let them know why you said what you said. Like, they're, they're perfect, the two of them. They're He's perfect like you. Together. He's like you. Eli's Aww. more like you. You're very sweet. I want to hug you. Gil, I have to tell you, your show is the most easy listening show on the network. Thank I you. can listen to it every day. That's very nice of you. Because there's just I such a... There's, the no, the no, no. The, really the flow of it, it is, is it's so good with Gil because he's a professional radio person. You know what I mean? And he's just, you know, I don't love every guest, but I can listen to the show every day. Who don't you, you love? Know? Who don't it's, you love? It's okay. That that's right. That, right. It's he's okay. not going to say. I said every He's guest. like that Reynolds guy. He I is absolutely not, no. freaking terrible. No, no, I get, I get, I can see. I don't have to listen to long shots. I can just listen to Wes for 10 minutes on Thursday mornings and get my golf, my golf fix. Well, that's very <laughs> sweet of you to say, Mikey. Thank you very much. Same to you, by the way. How about, did, Gil, you, did you give your pick yet, Gil? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but enough about me. What do you think about me? No. Um, uh, here we go. So mine is, what is Arizona on the road against Jacksonville? Oh, I can make this quick. Arizona on the road against Jacksonville. I have about seven and a half. Okay. When so, I did guessing lines with Chrissy on Monday, and for those who are listening to this uh, a lot, listen to guessing lines as well on this podcast feed. That was the one that I was the most incredulous about. There were two, and I'll get to the next one next. But... I guessed ten and a half, and Chrissy said, "No, it's seven and a half." Now you don't have to believe in my ten and a half, but you get the idea. I have no idea why this is only seven and a half. Last week, Trevor Lawrence for the Jacksonville Jaguars against the Broncos, fourteen of thirty-three for one eighteen, one touchdown, two picks. He was sacked once. One hundred and eighty-nine total yards of offense. That score was cosmetically closer because of the kickoff return for a touchdown. They were out time of possession, 38-52 to 21-08. Urban Meyer is already issuing social media, you know, sort of... Hang in with us. Hang in with yes. us comments, right? Hang in with us. We're going to get better. It's right out of his, you know, the, the PR playbook. It's way too early to be doing that. I, I, I think they're going to be a disaster. And I am in love with Arizona. I fell in love with... I, I, I think Arizona's going places this year. So that's not enough points. I'm taking Arizona minus the seven and a half. There's two things here, and I'm going to use that as my second pick. Okay. So we don't have yeah, to go on that. Do, do you know that they haven't run a play in the red zone yet this year, Jacksonville? Yeah. They haven't had a snap in the red zone yet. Trevor Lawrence has the second worst yards per attempt in the league at 5.4 behind only Andy Dalton. And Trevor Lawrence, this new statistic, I love it, uncatchable passes. Oh, I, I read this. He's this by week. far number one, 36, 36 uncatchable. Think about that. 36% of his passes cannot <laughs> be caught. So of the remaining of the remaining 64, 
then you have a defender actually defending it, right? So it's and at midfield after the game, Urban Meyer tells Vic Fangio, it's like playing Alabama every week in this league. Oh, did he really? That's what say he that? said. Yeah, Fangio oh, said that he said that. that. I Urban says that. it's like playing Alabama every week. Wow. <laughs> Yeesh. Um, well, nope. it is actually like playing Alabama every week because you got all the Wes, Wes, normally we would go for you to go to you here for the second pick. That, by the way, is Mikey's second yep. pick to Arizona. But Todd complained that we need to snake it this year, so okay. we have to go to Todd at okay. number two. What's number two, Toddy? Well, because Wes, what ha what happened was everybody would get to pick first. I have to pick last every time, and then you know it just wasn't fair. Uh, so Todd would complain about being last on the prices, right? Too. I mean, what 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 disadvantage <laughs> right. did he have by going last? That's right. <laughs> What was their bids again, Bob? Yeah. Here's the thing. I That's wanted the to best. take the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Miami Dolphins for the same reasons that Wes said, but mostly because they were down 35 to nothing. But I'm not taking them because they can't block worse shit. So I'm going to go with a different pick instead. Wes's face is priceless. He's like, I can't believe I came to this. I am bemused. <laughs> Wes, if I don't do the Miami Dolphins song, they get upset. Anyways, uh, here's the deal. I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers against the San Francisco 49ers under the 50 points. Under 50 in the Green Bay-San Francisco game. And the reason is I see San Francisco as I think, I think the coach there knows that he doesn't want Jimmy to get a little out over his skis. Let's run the football. Let's play good defense. Let's grind, grind, grind. And uh, Green Bay has a tendency to have these really long drives. So I think this is going to be a, a grinder-type game. And I think 49ers are going to be mostly an under-team, sort of like what we saw against the Eagles last week. And uh, therefore, I think 50 is kind of high in a game where you, you're, you're likely to see a lot of running by San Francisco and a lot of defense by San Francisco. And therefore, I'm going to go under the 50. I don't think that the uh, Packers are going to score a bunch of points. I know the Packers scored a bunch of points against the Lions, but it's the Lions, and they were at home. The first week against the Saints, did the, did the Packers look like world beaters? I don't think so. So I don't see the Packers scoring a ton here. And the Niners is the kind of offense where I think he doesn't want Garoppolo to beat him. And so he's going to run the ball. He's going to do controlled passing. They have these long drives. Give me under 50. Wesley. If uh, if Todd is going to do the Miami Dolphins song, maybe I'll save it if I get a return appearance here where I can do the San Diego yes. Superchargers song. Oh, uh, that's our buddy E's favorite way, thing Bill in the world. Bill was dying for that song, so if you can sing it right, it's a very hard song to sing. If you could sing it, you should try it right That now. was the greatest lie our parents ever told us was that disco is bad. <laughs> disco is amazing. It's what amazing. are you talking about? San Diego Superchargers. I, I miss that. I, I miss that song. Of I course, the, too, uh, the uh, Spanos is... Uh, that was Went more, ahead and moved. That was more funky than disco. Yeah, it? it was kind of a hybrid. Yeah. It was like a little bit of a funkadelic or like an Earth, Wind, and Fire Earth, type of vibe. Uh, by oh, the way, happy Earth, Wind, and Fire Day, 21st night That's of September. Right. That's just right. a couple nights ago. But anyway, uh, getting to the second pick here and uh, kind of looking over, and I'm going to uh, also go with one that Todd is on, and I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns minus seven. Now, oh. in full disclosure, there is six and a half in some faraway places. And I think it tells you that the market really, really values Justin Fields. Because what was this on the look at? It was nine and a half. And then Dalton gets hurt. Fields finishes the game. It comes out at seven and a half on Sunday night. Now it's confirmed that Fields is going to be the starter. It goes down to seven. And you're even starting to see six and a half in the market. 
Uh, and, and I think this is kind of a buy low spot on Cleveland. They're also getting one Odell Beckham Jr. back uh -huh. in the lineup. I think that that is going to help. Now, in full disclosure, they did lose Jarvis Landry as well. So, you know, you lose one and you gain one here. But I think Justin Fields on the road here, you kind of saw in that Cincinnati game. And, and it was a close game in the stats, but on the scoreboard, like the Bears were dominating the game. It was 20 to three because that was one of my contest entries in the, in, in the Circa Million. And also I bet it at a worse number. And the Bears were like dominating the game, even though they weren't doing much offensively. Well, Justin Fields, it gets to be 20 to 10. He throws an interception deep in his own territory. Joe Burrow has that one play drive. And then it's 20 to 17. Now Fields made the play to run on third down that essentially ended the game. But that's what you're going to get with Justin Fields. You're going to get a guy that's going to give you those wow moments. And then you're going to get those WTF moments where it's like, okay, now the first read's not there. He's got to make a second, third, and fourth read. And he's going to struggle doing that. And to Todd's point, what he talked about offensive line play and what we were mentioning earlier, Chicago Bears not exactly set on the offensive line. Now Fields can at least give you chance to make plays with his legs that, it, that the uh, Red Rifle, the Ginger Ninja, whatever you want to call Andy Dalton can't do, but I'm with Beige Todd water. here. I'm calls him the Bayes Water Pistol. Bayes yeah. Water Pistol, copyright Michael Paul. Yeah, I, I'm, with, I'm with Todd here. I think the uh, Cleveland Browns, this is a buy-low spot. I know they gave one away against Kansas City, and I think they might have been a little bit hung over with that. Now, they got ahead of the number when Taylor went out, but that's why I didn't lay it with Cleveland last week because I thought, ah, uh, they gave that to Kansas City, and that's two years in a row that they've lost close games to them that were both winnable games, so they're a little hungover, and they didn't end up covering the spread. I think this is the cover time for Cleveland. I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. I think the, the chasm between the haves and the have-nots is really going to be seen this week. Uh, my number two is the Los Angeles Chargé, speaking of the Superchargers. What am I getting, six and a half here, Todd, on the Chargers? On the yeah. Chargers, you are getting six and a half. Yeah, yeah. six and a half. This has stayed six and a half all week. Uh, I don't get it. The Chargers, there, there was not a person who watched that Chargers-Cowboys game last week who thought the Chargers weren't the better team. And Mike McCarthy gets bailed out by Greg Zerline on the 56-yarder, the Michigas of Mike McCarthy being blocked the clock was blocked. Got a billion dollar stadium. They couldn't one they got clock. One he clock. couldn't see one clock. He's like, I was clock blocked. <laughs> clock blocked. <laughs> I was clock blocked. And then uh, and then uh, he said, uh, oh, and Kellen, uh, Kellen Moore, something happened with him too. Like the ref got in his way or something. It's ridiculous. Anyway, Zerline bailed him out. But that was Justin Herbert, 31 of 41 for 338. How Mario Cristobal and Anthony Lynn couldn't do anything with him. I have no idea. But... They, they're a good football team. They did have 12 penalties for 99 yards. They do have to clean that up. But that that also affected the game in a way that it shouldn't on a on a given week. They had zero touchdowns on three second-half red zone possessions, one of which was that Micah Parsons bullshit sack, which was ruled in the grasp, which is like, give me a break. Give him a chance to score the touchdown. That was a second and goal at the Dallas 7 with 535 left. They have to settle for the field goal, which led to them the, the uh, Greg Zerline game-winning kick. The Chargers have lost eight games the last three seasons by three points or fewer. That's awful. But you know what it also means? They lose a lot of games by three points or fewer. And I think they can keep up on offense with the Chiefs. The Chiefs' defense can't stop anybody. You're giving me six and a half. I love Justin Herbert, man. I think as good as we think he is, you know, the question that we've been throwing around, if not Patrick Mahomes, who do you start an NFL team with today? I think it's Justin Herbert. I really do.
uh, Chargers. And the Chiefs don't cover any spreads, Gilly. They're the, the two in a cover. billion yeah. in their last a billion games. It's I, ridiculous. I believe that trend is correct. Two in a billion. Now, let me ask you guys a question. I'm interested to see what you do here. You clearly like the uh, the Chargers here in the points. Do you ever try to middle like with the teaser? Like, there's a lot of opportunities to do that this yeah. week. Like, for instance, let's say you like the Lions at eight and a half or nine as it was in the week, but then you can get Baltimore now down to two and a half at the under three and under seven. Do you guys ever try to do that where you might take a big underdog but tease a small favorite and see if you can try to middle for me the truth is i never end up doing it i rarely end up doing it i think about doing it a lot but i rarely end up doing it in practice never yeah i never do it yeah you know i the, mostly bet in game anyway so i don't really mess around too much pre-game the illegal motion on the touchdown too oh. total nonsense yeah how many times He's did you watch that to find over out? and over and over yeah, where again where's it? the motion they yeah. threw the flag after they already had the touchdown Carrenti was awful. Damn they stopped it. the game over. That's what stopped both offenses, was Carrenti and his crew with the 20 flags. Those damn SEC refs. Oh, they're bad. <laughs> How about the punt in the in the, in the in the Mississippi State game? Oh. He's blown the ball dead. Oh, I they had to issue that. a statement on that, too. The, the uh, SEC office. the Boise State game? The when they got oh, that was a job. Yes. They got job, yes. too. Yeah. <laughs> the Penn State third down punt. I was texting Felica. I'm like, hey, dude, you got to tell him. Like, that was a punt on third down. He goes, we think so, too. We and think they, so. And they, they went to the replay booth, yeah. and they said, no, it's fourth down. Yeah, and they came There's back eight officials on the field thought it was fourth down. I'd pull my team off if I was James Franklin. I would pull them off the field until they got it right. A little bit of a Bob Knight against the Russians <laughs> in the exhibition yeah. game, if you remember that, when he pulled them off <laughs> the field at Assembly Hall. That's the Todd Wright uh, theory. The Todd Wright theory is when, like, in that Rams-Saints-NFC playoff game, he was like, pull the team off, off the field until you get it right. We're not showing <laughs> back up. I love that. Like, somebody's got to do that one day. The play, two plays preceding the bad punt, the bad fourth down, how is that grounding? He's under no duress in a clean uh, pocket, that was and the re receiver too. broke the rod out, and all of a sudden they're calling intentional grounding. And there was something about that ref's confidence in all his picks that, oh, really, yeah, yeah. that really bothered me. <laughs> I was like, oh, you really think you're doing this right, don't you? Oh, my. Uh, how about, I mean, but let's just think about where where they get the pool of, of referees for these ball games. I mean, it's not exactly <laughs> – they're not exactly same going place, to you know, same place your, your we get Mets the, the Vison hosts. Hey what are you saying here, Todd? Hey oh. <laughs> no, Todd oh, didn't say nothing. it. Oh, now you're now you're playing it straight, Todd. No. Look, look, I Must love Todd. Totally no soul, <laughs> no, that, didn't no. he? <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, a lot of these referees are not exactly your Mensa members. That's all I'm saying. Okay, that's fair. Fair. Uh, all right, pick number three. Mikey's on the timeline. Uh, Mikey, you start. Okay, I'm gonna go over. Rams Bucks over 55 and a half. So glad I Game of the week. I was going to do it. No, no, 56, Mike. No. 56. Okay, I'll take it. 56. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, yeah, I mean, Frank Reich and, and the, the Colts' inability on goal to go really masked that score in that game. And look, the Cincinnati Bengals defense had a much easier time shutting down the Bears than the Rams did. Michael Lombardi is famous for saying the Washington defense is only good because we say they're good, they're no good. How about the Rams defense? Yeah. And the Bears defense. Dang. Who are the defense? There really isn't. But all these teams we thought were going to have great defenses really haven't. And I think Brady will have a heyday here. But I also think that the Rams are going to move the ball with Stafford and they're going to throw the ball more. I don't see a lot of punts in this game. I bet the Cowboy game over with the Chargers, mm -hmm. you know, and they don't punt in the first half and now that game goes under, you know, through all that myriad of things. I think this is another game where you see three or less punts. So I'm willing to Super go over Cup the two. Might, Super Cup might get 5,000 catches yeah. in this game. Yeah, and like 5,000 yards of yak. 
because no one can tackle him apparently this year. All right, so over 56, Todd checking you on the number. Wes, you're third and final. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote oh yeah i'm uh, down to a couple here so i'm gonna have to just go ahead and bite the bullet and take the ugliest one on the board the J-E-T-S, oh. Jets, 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 plus 10 and a half. Wow. I did bet 11 earlier uh. in the week, and, and I know this is going to be poo-pooed, and uh, when I talk with my partner on uh, the uh, entries in the contest, he's going to be like, <laughs> I can't take it. I, I don't think we can take it, Wes. I don't <laughs> think we could use that's the Jets. That's not Jeff Parles. That's Jeff Parles. That's not, no, that's he, not he's gonna, This is Parles going to do this. He's going to do this. Whole, he's gonna, Je, ye, Wes, Wes, we can't bet Wes, the Jets. Wes, 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 <laughs> I don't think we can take it. <laughs> I don't think we can do it, Wes. I just don't know. We love I just don't know. We're going to get Parley yes. on the Megapod later this well, year. Well, and I don't know either, but I'm going to go ahead and roll with them at 10 and a half because, look, uh, everything is priced in now. We know Teddy B is Teddy Covers yes. here. He's 38 and 14 as a starter, even better on the road, but... Teddy Bridgewater has never been this big of a favorite before. Now you're laying double digits, and I go back to a segment that you did on your primetime action show, which you can catch on MSG Plus and also on Vsin. Plug, plug. I'm playing Thank Will you. Hill, saying vsin.com slash subscribe. Yes. But uh, anyway, you made the point when you were talking about the Denver Broncos, because remember what they were preseason. They were about, what, seven and a half on the wins. Yeah. You might have seen some books go to eight at juice to the under when Teddy Bridgewater was named starter over Drew Locke. And then all of a sudden, what do they do? They go beat the Giants. It reminds me of the Made no sense. the Chris Rock HBO special. I forget the title where it's like people want credit for stuff they're supposed to do that <laughs> they're su- just supposed to you're do. You're supposed to take care I of take your care kids. Of my kids. What do you want a cookie? <laughs> One yeah, of the great exactly. old routines a, ever. A great bit. Yeah. And look, they beat the Giants on the road as small road favorites. I wasn't sure they were going to do that, but they did. And then all of a sudden, they get priced to ten and a half on the season. Yeah, I wins. couldn't understand. And this is a team that I do think is going to be a wild card team. I picked it in the VEASAN and uh, Pro Football Betting Guide, but now you're starting to see these huge numbers on Denver. I know Zach Wilson, though, 
threw four interceptions. I know they were bad, and they've looked awful. They have offensive line issues. Mekhi Becton is out for the interim because he got hurt in week one. But I just think this is such a big number. Denver's got Baltimore coming in next week, and that's a big game you could potentially have. They're already looking ahead like, okay, you could potentially have like a playoff meeting early in the playoffs with Baltimore and Denver, so they could be looking ahead. And I'm going to hold my nose here. And we're going like to the sulfur factory. We're holding our nose so much here. Oh. And I'm going to take plus 10 and a half with the J-E-T-S Jets. I like, Jets. I like the thinking, though. I'm all Shaw loves this. I think he you're going to convince Parlay, too. I think you'll convince Jets fan Jeff Parlay that you he can Because he might be not that bad. He says that, <laughs> Amal says the Jets can't be as bad as they played against the Patriots. They're not that bad on defense. On defense, yeah. they're yeah. actually not bad yeah. at all. Yeah. On offense, they're horrendous. So you want to go so, under 41 and a half? Is that your pick? I was actually thinking about yeah. that, but I'm not going to do that okay. game. What's your last but, one, Dodd? Uh, <laughs> Dodd, what's your last one? My Dad. last pick my last pick is a different under mm. that I'm sure Mikey likes as well, and that is your New Orleans Saints and your New England Patriots to go under 42 points. And I just think that, that Bill Belichick, you know, first of all, I watched the whole Patriots-Jets game as well. I don't think that the New England Patriots looked that good on offense. That was more the Jets played. Actually, the Jets played good on defense, to be perfectly honest with you. It was mostly just the interceptions, which which was the situation. The Patriots' defense is good. They only gave up 17 points to Miami. They played very good on defense against the Jets. Granted, the Jets aren't great. And I'm not sold on this Jameis Winston story. I mean, I watched that game on the, on the shortcuts. They could do nothing yeah. against Carolina. Absolutely nothing. So are you telling me now they're going to go up into Foxborough and Belichick's not going to cook up some nice dish of, of defensive stew against stew. Uh, against your boy Jameis there? And Mac Brown, they're going to – I really think he thinks Mac Brown is the real deal possibly, but let's go slow. Let's have controlled, you know, controlled passing. Let's just run the ball. Let's let's play this like a slow Belichick, you know, cauldron type of game where he wins it, you know, in the old days, you know, like 21-14 or something like that. Slow cauldron. the game down. Use our defensive football because we know our defense is the number one unit on our football team. I think this game's going under. And the other thing is New Orleans is good on defense. It's not like New Orleans got, got in trouble against Carolina. They played well on defense. They just couldn't do anything offensively. So I like New Orleans defense. I like New England's defense. I won under 42. And, and my final play is akin to yours. I actually agree with everything you say. I took New England. Am I minus three or minus two and a half yet? What am I? Uh, let's see. There are, some, that one, there are two and a halves in the market, and I think there are several of them. Todd, wish but what would Wes, Wes, what would you call the consensus? The consensus? How about three even? Okay. Minus three even. Well, that doesn't right. do us any good, though, yeah. because we are not unit. You know okay. Last year, <laughs> yeah. Last okay. year, we gave him the extra juice. To, I think he should eat some juice this time. Right, I think I'll we eat, should make I'll eat some damn food. juice. I'm on New England for all the reasons that you're uh, – I just want to say I said juice, by the way, people. Uh, I, I agree with you, and I think Bill Belichick has got – is just salivating over the Jameis Winston thing. Has your impression of Sean Payton from week one to week two gone any further downhill in the fact that – not that he's not a Hall of Fame coach, but in the end, maybe he can't solve the problem that is Maria, Jameis Winston. Winston, 11 for 22 last week for 111 yards. Uh, the Saints had five first downs, their fewest as a franchise since 1997. They were 2 of 11 on third down versus Carolina. They were 0 for 2 on fourth down. They had 128 total yards of offense. 
128. I'll do the math. Against that's, Carolina. Okay, that's it's 32 like yards a quarter. What did they have? Six first downs for the whole game? game? Uh, yeah, I wrote five, but then yeah, I saw yeah, six that, later. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, remember <laughs> that Winston, when he had the four touchdown passes and like 95 yards? Five for and, a 148. Yeah, and then yeah. he threw that 50-some yarder right. to Harris, and that's that right. got him over. But that's the lowest yards ever for a five-touchdown game. You're right. It was it was four for 98, and then he had yeah. 50 of them more in one shot. Yeah. Well, their first seven drives last week were five punts, one pick, and one turnover on downs. By the way, they were out time of possession as well, 38-28 to 21-32. They, they also throw in 11 penalties for 115 yards. The interesting thing, Camaro was eight for five yards. The interesting thing is Sean Payton didn't pull out Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill only had two carries for 16 yards. Like, that was the weirdest part about it. It's like we, we used to get annoyed that he kept throwing Taysom Hill into games last year. And we're like, oh, just quit with the Taysom Hill stuff. Now when, when Winston is floundering, he's like, yeah, I'm not bailing him out with Taysom Hill. Well, maybe he's committed to Winston. That's why he's not maybe. doing that. He didn't have to worry about Breeze thinking he wasn't going to be the number one guy because he True. was using Well, I'm going New England. Taysom. New England's my third drives. pick. Plus, none of the drives went anywhere, Gil. Every yeah. drive was like three and out before yeah. he yeah. could even breathe. Yeah. New England minus three is my third pick. Uh, okay. Let us move to our teaser leg of the week. Todd, you're first. What do you got? Okay, I like my teaser a lot. I'm going to go with the Buff Bills. <laughs> I think the Bills, by the way, I think the, the Bills are a team that I think has actually a better defense than people realize. Last year, it was a big high-scoring team. The defense wasn't that great. The offense was scoring like crazy. I like what I've seen out of Buffalo's defense. I mean, maybe Miami's offensive line is the problem, but they were all over whoever was playing quarterback for Miami. Um, I think the Bills are going to at least be able to win the game against Tyler Heine Taylor Heineke. So I will take the uh, Bills down to what, what would be? One what and a half. Be, be one down? and a half. One and a half. Bills down to one and a half. And then I will take with them my Brownies down to one because I think the Browns, like I said before, I gave you a million reasons why I think the Browns, mostly they just blow massive holes in the offensive line. Okay. I'll, I already said what mine are because I already have them in my betting account as well. Uh, Carolina with Arizona. I'll say Arizona. Carolina minus two and a half mm -hmm. and Arizona minus one and a half kill. Yep. That is mine. Thursday night coupled with Arizona against Jacksonville. Like I'm, mine's the same as Todd. Oh, same as Todd. Yep. What was that again? Buffalo and? Buffalo and Cleveland. All right. And Wes? Okay. I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, I Now like it. up to seven Ooh, and a half. I uh, like it. This team, I think, should be two and up. They should be. They're two plays and, away from being yeah. two Will and you up. bet them on the money line at all this week? I may. Yeah. I, I was hoping, actually, I was hoping Seattle would hold on against Tennessee yeah. so they'd be a little bit of a fat and happy mm -hmm. two and oh. Then I would have probably gotten three at home yep. with Minnesota just as an outright and then taking them on the spread money line. But I am going to tease them up here to seven. Seven and a half. Uh, there are some twos out there, so you can get eight. Every little half point counts. But Minnesota, I thought they had a better balance last week. Kirk Cousins didn't have to throw it 49 times because remember that week one, they had like nine penalties on the offensive line in the first yeah. half against Cincinnati, and that got them behind. They had, I think, four holdings and five false starts. Last week, they were a little bit more balanced. They were able to run the ball. Kirk Cousins didn't have to throw it almost 50 times, and he got them down there, and it's just Joseph missed the kick. They should have beaten Arizona last week. You know, he makes two 52-yarders and then uh, misses 36. I felt so bad for him, and 52-yarders the week before. Yeah. Did yeah. you hear Paul Allen's call on the radio for the oh, Vikings? No. He thought it was good. Yeah, he said, kick us up, it's good! It's good, and then this, and then the color guy's like, no, he's like, oh no, he missed it. Oh. So we do this segment on on odds on odds on wild or right, and I ask them all, is this line wild or is it right? So I said, Seahawks laying two on the road here at Minnesota, is this wild or right? He goes, Mike, this line is right. Wait, wait, no, 
it's wild. It's wild. I, I lost it. I, yes. I, yeah, no. That's great. So, so I do have Minnesota, and I've teased them in a couple of different legs. I did tease them with the Rams also up through the three and the seven. That's not what I'm going to use here. We're going to go Carolina and Minnesota. There you go. Carolina minus two, Minnesota plus seven and a half. Boy, if Carolina's teaser doesn't come through tonight, there's going to be a lot of teasers done all over. Absolutely. So, so it's just reload. Yep. Just reload. That's people nice want people want action on a standalone game. They're going to they tease do. them. Yeah. Absolutely. The Vikings killed me because if you uh, follow my uh, my uh, uh, Twitter at T Wishnet, which I do, you would know that I was uh, eight and four in game this week, giving your giving you live in game picks, and I would have been nine and three had the Minnesota Vikings kicker. I had Vikings minus one thirty. That I got early in the game, the kicker missed it, and that put me at eight and four. You had the you had the over over there also, right, Todd? In game. Yeah, I won the over yeah. easily, but but I was talking about the <laughs> easily. By the way, and some some of these college <laughs> games, by the way, you have to, you should follow my Twitter if you like, because like SMU game was like the easiest <laughs> over of all time. Old Miss over for uh, team total. I mean, I don't even know which ones I put up, which ones I didn't. But you should definitely follow at T Wishnev if you like in-game betting. Truly, truly, your your college football Saturday feed is is very entertaining. I don't have time for your Michigas on Sunday, but Saturday is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, Saturday. First is of all, my Michigas was uh, eight and four, Gilly. So you should make some time, Mister Svetlana and Visimova, Petrosyka, whatever. Petrosyka, Petrosyka, and Wes is so right. Minnesota. The Dalvin Cook fumble, the Greg Joseph 37-yarder, two plays. They're 2-0 and otherwise. So that's the thin line. Uh, final two questions. Odds-on's about to start. We got to go. What are you going to say, Todd? No, no, just go ahead. I was just going to say I have that I have that teaser in my five-team teaser like that Minnesota Vikings one. I like that one, too. I, I do, too. I have a five-teamer that pays plus 350. I threw all, all of these in the mm. punch. I have a plus 400. DraftKings gives you oh, 400. Oh. Yeah. Anything done. you can do, I can do better. Not I can do anything better than you. Not that cursed <laughs> bookmaker. They don't give it to me. Cursed. <laughs> All right. They just show up with bags of cash. Yes, they do, baby. All right. Here it is. Big favorites, most likely to lose outright. Uh, Carolina, eight-point favorites on the road at Houston tonight. Cleveland, seven-point favorites at home against Chicago. Arizona, seven-and-a-half-point favorites on the road against Jacksonville. Uh, should I throw in the Kansas City game, or is everybody going to pick well, the Well, we Chargers? would all pick the yeah. – I would. Yeah. Okay, so Anything no. seven or above, yeah. right? Yeah, well, usually six and a half. Six but and yeah, a half. In this okay. case, in this case okay. we, won't, we won't use that one. Buffalo, seven and a half, or whatever they are now hosting Washington. There goes my screen. And my computer just went out. What oh, are the no. other ones, Todd? Ravens, Lions. Uh-huh, Ravens, Ravens on the road against Lions. the Lions. That's yeah. the last one. And Denver, of course, hosting Jets. Browns? Uh, Did you say Browns yeah. 7? Yeah. Den Denver hosting the Jets is the other one. Yes. Okay. I think the Texans are most likely to win. That's what I think. Which is the one most likely to lose outright, you say? So Panthers. you say it's Carolina. Mikey? I don't think any of them. But uh, I'll go with, even though I played this in the teaser, I'll go with the, the football team um, because uh, the seismologist made the argument on your show, and so I'll go he with him. Did. He did. He did. He did. He said they're live. The seismologist. He said they're live. Drew Dinsick, last week's yeah. guest. Wes, most likely lose outright. Well, since we are in the D here in fabulous oh. downtown Ooh, Las Vegas. The Baltimore Ravens. I'm going to say the Baltimore <laughs> Ravens because I think that game was so big for them because remember on Monday Night Football in 2020, Kansas City just kind of backhanded them and really smacked them around and said, you're not on this level. Baltimore got down. They had to fight back. John Harbaugh, I think, had no choice. So it's like, we got to go for it on our own side. We give Mahomes a ball, we lose. We're basically giving him the game. So I think you go Baltimore to Detroit. At Detroit, 
I know they got beat 35-17 on Monday Night Football. Green Bay ended up easily covering. But that game really wasn't that much widespread, I think. I think Detroit, at least they fight in the trenches. And I think that's where maybe they can hang in this game. So I think Lions could put Ravens on upset alert. The only thing that stopped the Lions offense in the whole first half was that phantom holding yes. call. Right. Other than yes. that, they went right. and scored a touchdown yeah. every right. time. Uh, I, I completely agree with you. That's my pick. It's the reason why I haven't considered Baltimore for one second in Survivor. That mm. game well, smells bad to them, me. So they better, so Wes better be wrong. Because I'm considering <laughs> well, Survivor. I, I get plenty of things wrong on a daily basis, Todd. So don't don't be alarmed. Final question. Uh, Bizarro World, you have to play every single side but one. One that you wouldn't even bet with your buddy's money. Mikey, what's the game that you want no part of? Yeah, I don't know Viking Seahawks. I still don't know what the Seahawks are. I don't know if, if their defense is good or not. They weren't in the second half of that game. Uh, so I pass. Okay. You're, you you got odds on to go to? Yeah, I'd you like to, I, no, I like to okay. listen for a few minutes. Wes, what do you I'll got? I'll be uh, uh, pithy and terse here. <laughs> Green Bay, San Francisco for me. It almost was Indianapolis, Tennessee, because we, do, of course, know, don't know if Carson Wentz is going to play. So it may be Brett Hundley. So then I would absolutely well, want nothing. What happened to Ellinger? I thought Ellinger was terrific. He, he, in got, the he got hurt in the preseason, oh, so he's Lord. on injured reserve right now. So right now, Hunley and uh, Jacob Eason have split reps mm -hmm. with the number one. Actually, Hunley got more, so that yeah. tells you probably they don't really love Jacob Eason on the road in this situation. But for me, it's Green Bay, San Francisco, because I don't know. I don't know where Aaron Rodgers' head is at. I think, look, they got a win on Monday night, but they just made one play, and it basically busted the game open. And then San Francisco, they were on the verge of going down to Philadelphia. Philadelphia basically played like 28 really good minutes of football in the first half. Yeah. They don't score when they have first and goal. Three. San Francisco gets a touchdown late. So, yeah, I'm still a little lukewarm on the 49ers. So, it would be Packers 49ers for me to I, avoid. I thought the worst beat of the weekend if you had Eagles first half money Absolutely. line. Absolutely. How uh, sick would we, you be? We, yeah. we, were, we were covering that on uh, the green oh zone, Dave Ross and I. I was like, wait a minute. Because we go, we go to Dieter Kurtenbach, who's like our stringer. Yeah. He works out as a columnist in the yeah. Bay Area. And he was like, well, the 49ers have played about 28 minutes of bad football here, and the Eagles have outplayed them, yet this is still 3 nothing, and then the 49ers are about to score. That's when you knew the Niners were going to get them. Yeah. Todd, Todd has left the building, so I'll give mine, because I think it was, of all the things I did last week, my best answer was to this question, where I said the Giants and Washington. I want no part of that, and that sort of played out that way. To me, this week, it's the Giants and the Falcons, which may be mm. non-sexy, but it's like, I want, I have no idea what we're getting in right. that game. Nothing. I don't even have to flesh it out. Like, who, how bad are, how bad is each team, and how competent can each team be, long enough to outlast that opponent? I don't want any part of it. Todd, are you? What happened to you? Are you gone? You just walked out? Did he think the show was over? Did his mom have an incident? Did we? Do we only right, pay uh, him for per hour? There he comes. What yes, happened? I, I had to go run and do the nuts show real quick. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, the, uh, what I'm game back. do you want no part of? I want no part of the Cincinnati Bengals against my Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, and God, here's here why. Go. First of all, I think Big Ben is getting too much guff from uh, from our local people saying he's too old. It's not his fault. The offensive line cannot block. If you can't block and the wide receivers can't get separation, how are you going to have a big mill in the touchdown area? You can't get yourself a big dinner 
in the touchdown area if you can't block anybody and your receivers can't get any separation. So I don't know about them stores. I got a lot of injuries, and who knows what you're getting from this Bengal team. I don't want any part of this game. So I'm not going to drive down to the Rivers Casino and try to get a free parking spot. Forget about it. I'm going to watch the eight screens, and that's it. Forget Mark Madden. Todd Wishnev is the super genius of Pittsburgh. There you go, Todd. Outstanding invitation. Thank you, guys. Uh, we got to run because Mikey's got to go do a show with uh, Amal Shaw. It's called Odds On over at VEASAN. Uh, Wes, thank you for doing this, man. Thank Appreciate you for having it. Me, so Gil. great I, having you. We'll do it again. Long-time listener, first-time participant. Thank you. We'll do it again later this year. Uh, Mikey, uh, for Mike Palm, for Todd Wishnev, uh, Gil Alexander, thanks for listening. And thank you for making uh, the first two Megapods smash download hits. Top 10 all-time, both of them, in, in VEASAN's podcast uh, episode history. So appreciate that. Uh, we'll ramp it up all year long. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening from all of us. Good luck this weekend from the Megapod. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.